gentlemen, welcome to another Guitar Wank podcast. I am your host, Troy McCubbin. Thank you so much for joining us for this episode number 54. Um, I'm getting a lot of feedback that people are catching up with all the episodes. Some of you guys are up to date, some of you guys are behind. Wherever you're at, we th- we appreciate it. We really love the support and the feedback we've been getting. It was... Um, the NAM show in Los Angeles this last weekend from Thursday through to Sunday. And Scott, me and Bruce, we all went down and uh, we checked that out. It was a lot of fun. Saw a lot of Guitar Wank fans, which was fantastic. A lot of people coming up and say they listen to the show. And uh, a big shout out to Marcus from Australia, mate. Thank you so much for the t-shirts. Marcus made these really cool t-shirts. I think it said stay calm and listen to Guitar Wank or something like that. Anyway, it was fun and uh, really appreciate that, mate. A big shout out to my good mate Ulf from Sweden. We used to live together back in the day in Los Angeles when, wow, we went to MI together. That's where we met, Musicians Institute, all those years ago. It was like 19 years ago. That's the last time I saw him too. But uh, we've stayed friends all these years. We just haven't seen each other. But anyway, we went to NAMM together and that was a lot of fun hanging out and uh yeah he's a big supporter and fan of the show so it's it's good to get that feedback from everyone had a lot of people come up and say they listen um who else said they listen there was a couple of people there that i was really surprised uh, we talked to john surf at the sir booth because they don't usually have a booth at nam they usually do their own thing at their factory um but they were at nam this year which was really great because i got to see all their gear and talked to john scott introduced me to mr john sir and he's down for doing the guitar wank, which is uh, very excited. I can't wait to get him on the couch and pick his brain. So that was great. Saw a lot of cool products there. Thank you for that text. Played the Jim Kelly amps that uh, sort of redone with Jim Kelly. Probably not a good idea to play that amp because it sounded so good and it's it's pricey. But man, it sounded good. So I'm definitely that's on my radar now. What else can I sell to get a Jim Kelly? checked out the Bala that sounded amazing I saw I heard a lot of great amps I see Music Man are bringing back the Music Man amps or they did I didn't know that they had but they sounded great Wampler had a new amp out that sounded really cool too a lot of great pedals Mason at Vertex I went over his booth and he he had some really cool pedals uh he's got his new steel stringer or slinger or whatever it is that he released Great sounding pedal. And then he's got two other new pedals that he's going to be releasing sometime this year. I believe that he's working with Robin Ford. Wow. Really tasty. Just really nice stuff. So there was a lot of great gear there, of course. A lot of great artists. Ridiculous talented players. Or Lukather there, which was great. And Steve Morse and Albert Lee. Steve Vai, Stevie Wonder. I mean, so many players. It's it's ridiculous. You've never been... uh, you should go. At one point in your life, it's it's kind of cool to check out if you're a bit of a gearhead and you, you like all that kind of stuff. It's a lot of fun. And, you know, even Bruce had fun to a point. <laughs> anyway, uh, Bruce recorded some stuff down there. Me and Bruce drove down and we're going to put that in the show. What we're going to do this week is we're going to continue from last week because we had a few people say to us, hey, Bruce was on this great rant and you stopped it. I want to hear what he had to say. So... I did that because I knew I was continuing this week, so don't panic. I'm going to continue from last week, and then we'll do into the NAM stuff and show that, and we'll go from there and see where we end up. Yeah, it was it was good times, good times. Great to see a lot of people, and you know, Gretsch and Fender and Gibson, and man, the guitars. It's, uh, yeah, I need more time and more money. Basically, that's what I walked out of there thinking. And to all the people out there that we were supposed to catch up at NAM, we said we were going to catch up and they sent me their number and it was just, it was crazy and it didn't work out like that. I'm sure you guys were probably crazy too and I apologize for not catching up, but um, please reach out to us and uh, hopefully we can catch up through email and talk there. But uh, again, thank you for all the support, everyone that came and say hello. That was fantastic. If you have any questions, theories, uh, abuse or thoughts or suggestions send it to guitarwank at gmail.com find us on the web guitarwank.com itunes stitcher facebook youtube instagram twitter all that social media crap we waste our time on we're all on that and uh yeah hit us up 
So without further delays, we'll get into it. Mr. Scotty Henderson and Bruce Foreman and Scott Kinsey. What do we have for the listeners this week? Possibilities are voice leading wise. You spilled yeah, nice. whiskey all over yeah, his really studio great. desk. Damn, man, I was on a fucking. <laughs> oh, you got it. You got it. You got it. You're still there. You're still there. Okay. You know the possibilities, voice leading wise. Possibilities with substitutional chords, a different sequential bass movement. You know all these things that are mm-hmm. options to you that you need to understand. Mm-hmm. You know, and and working that. So we we're already to that, and then we still haven't like done the. A pagiatura or an enclosure of the you know target points within those mm-hmm. chords of all those various progressions mm-hmm. you've worked on and how to work through that. Mm-hmm. You know, we're still like learning the song here. Mm-hmm. Once we get to that, then of course it becomes what do I hear? Or do I just want to basically, you know, disregard all of that to create something new, which is a beautiful thing, which I wholly endorse. Mm-hmm. That's the moment where that becomes the thing, but it's still based on playing the fucking song in yeah. the first place. Well, let right. me let me. Tell in other words, you, where, you have to have the yeah, fun, like of the course. Fundamental, but like, let me know? tell you something. Uh, this is just this is just coming from, from where I'm where I'm coming from. Sure. And it's as a as a listener and appreciator. Of straight ahead jazz. Right. See, I've heard you play lots of times in many standards. Sorry about right? that. No, I've heard you play standards many times. I've also heard a lot of modern guys reharmonize standards. Yeah. I would rather hear what you do, I, honestly, because I think not only is it more authentic, but it's more challenging. Because you have you're playing the traditional changes. You're playing the traditional. Ch- I start there, and then, well, do you I sometimes mean, he, say, "You know what? Let's no, change." No, no, I have. No, he goes. I have the most healthy disregard for what's really there, okay. as anybody you he know. Does. I mean, I love yeah, Herbie, yeah, yeah. but it only comes out of the the, the idea of trying to abandon yeah. what I've established, because you've established it. Yes, yeah. exactly. So now yeah. I've got this uh, opportunity a to create this exactly this this great this Tourette's moment sometimes mm-hmm. this tension moment sometimes this is there going to get back moment you know whatever I'm creating tension and movement through harmonic device but it's ultimately based on the melody that's driving it so that even if you're not a musician. You feel the effect of the harmony because it's got a relevance point always. Mm. To me, that's the music I love. And I'm not suggesting that everybody's wrong in the way they're doing it now. But why I don't dig it is because it's it's the equilibrium has shifted where Mm. harmony is driving melody. Mm -hmm. And I've always been a melody driving harmony. Well, well, me too. Me too. But I'm just, what I'm sort of saying, playing the devil's advocate here is for a guy who. You're not doing a very good a, job. Well, I'm trying. Ramp it up. I'm trying. I'm trying to ramp it up a little more. <laughs> what I'm trying to say is like a, a young guy who's already, like I say, he's already got the the orient the the what did you call it the of the melody? I forgot the word. Embellishment. Embellishment of the melody. He's already got that nailed. He knows how to do all that kind of stuff. He's still trying to figure out how he can play this jazz tune in a different way than a thousand guys have done it before him. Mm. Now, why he wants to play that jazz tune is is really kind of beyond me. Because if he wants to, because if he, <laughs> well, you know, you're funny because you still put those songs on your record. Like your new record has a standard. I still do a standard. No, no, on no, no my point is, <laughs> is the hilarious thing is that that that, that somebody mm. thinks. 
that being themselves is more important than being good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that just blows my fucking mind. All right. All right. But, but let me just let me let me just say let me say like the guy yeah. what I was going to say before you laughed is I was going to say if a guy's that intent on changing the melody of a standard, I mean changing the harmony of a standard, why not right. just write your own tune? No, or no, but I'm, well, I'm I am totally cool with reharmonizing the standard. I think that's a great thing. Don't get me wrong. And what makes that reharmonization work is the melody. But do you understand why I'm saying what I'm saying? Because the guy is sure. trying to trying to place, trying to right. do something different My than the thousand guitar but he's trying players. To, but he's also trying done. to show people what he's doing that's different. Right. And, and no one's yeah. going to understand on an original song what he's doing because it's just an original song. But if he takes a song everybody knows and you and see how he treated true. it and what I he did, it. yeah, then it's the reference. So. Of course. And then, there's and all, that's his personal reference to and the And then we're back again to a bunch of bullshit that really has nothing to do with Shouldn't creativity matter. which is just do what you believe you know yeah, what I just found out why I'm making really because shitty money on this tour it's because I'm not playing any standards I need to just play standards and I'll make more money well you know I would you know I would you know I, there's nothing wrong with that because standards are great tunes yeah but only if you want to do it the, the thing you want to do it the, the nah. thing, okay nah. but the thing is it's like we can't get that caught up in our shit. Yeah. We're playing songs. And like... Twirl, you, you know, shut I the mean, fuck you, up. You, God damn it. If you deal with, always with my in. world... Jeez, I mean, I like, I like in original and, music. And, and, I write and, original music. But you know, in, in the jazz world, if you don't put standards on a record, you don't get airplay. You know, yeah. No one listens to your shit. It's really funny, isn't it? I, I mean, mean, and it's like... Jazz is supposedly the most creative music in the world. Everybody will tell you that, but you know, it's like, no, they want to hear you. Like, There's they, so they many limitations hear, put on it. But they want to hear your take of something they know, so right. they got some reference. But for even, it. even, and Keith, even that, even Keith Jarrett sort of abandoned his original music at some point and only either totally improvised, not often, sometimes. But mostly standards, right? And in the and last fifteen nothing, years, 20 and there's years. nothing wrong with it because he's like playing brilliant shit. Well, yeah, to get him, Herbie, to hear him play Herbie, stuff. Herbie, I mean, I get, his version of all ooh, of you. Is ooh, like, he's got something to say. Ooh, we should ooh, let him talk. Ever, did it ever get better than that? It ooh, never did. Ooh, to my ooh, ear. Ooh, 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 ooh. What was that from? What was that? Welcome back, Cotter. Um, we have to stop now. No, no, you don't have to stop. It's it's really interesting. I'm I'm learning so much. As yeah, then shut the fuck up. <laughs> No, no, Troy, Troy's got something to say here. No, I got something to say. Is there a taco truck hey. nearby? <laughs> Is anyone hungry? Should I order I'm pizza? I'm really hungry. <laughs> I'll order a pizza while he's talking. Yeah. yeah, when you're going to the minor fifth, no, um, I was just going to ask. Sorry, I was rude before. <laughs> no, I love that. Were you rude? <laughs> yeah, that was rude. That was standard. Um, how, do you make, how do you make a new song a standard? How does a song become a standard? That's I, a good question. I just blew everyone's no, mind. No, no, I knew, no. I knew let it. me tell you something. I'll, I'll tell you right now. I feel like like Manic Carpet on my new album, that's going to be a fusion classic. I don't know why. <laughs> I just feel like it's going to be a fusion classic. And I, 100 years from now, people are going to go, wow, that song Manic Carpet is a fusion classic. Uh-huh. And then I'm going to be just like... You know, um, Emma and Bernstein, or whoever the guys that wrote mm. all the things you are. Who wrote all the things you Jerome are? Jerome Kern. Who? Jerome Kern. Well, fuck that guy. My my song's better than his. <laughs> are they, Bruce? Tell me, tell me. How does a song become a standard? And are they writing songs now that stand up to songs from yesteryear? And why do people keep going oh, back I love to this song? Use the word yesteryear. <laughs> Like yes to year. <laughs> you know, you no, know, is okay, it just when okay, people great. play it enough over the, the whole, years? The whole <laughs> standard songbook, you know, Gershwin, Jerome Kern, By Cole, Cole Porter, Harry Warren, those guys. You know, that was a whole Bruce way Willis. of writing that, that, that will never happen again. Bruce Willis? That will never happen That's again because the storyline is just takes too Mostly long blues. to get to a point. Right. And the, the people now are just too fucking... Yeah, ADD to, to right. deal with that, and then the Beatles things. Those are those are standards. Paul Simon, James Taylor. Those are all those to me. Those are standards. They're songs that tell stories, 
And then, and then it's kind of gotten to one chord vamps, and you know. Hey, don't dismiss those. Hey, Kenzie, no, you got no, 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 on your saying, record. I'm saying, but that's what it's become. I think by the that, 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 that that's a good. good that's standard. A, that's a, that's, they're going to talk about that in 50 years. You know, and, and you know, I mean, I don't know where we're going to go except for no chords. No, but right? I have uh, what I have the Marvin Gaye song. Actually, that's my next shit. What? Oh, no, no chords. chords. No, no chords. chords. Well, Kenzie's got oh, you already no, on that one chord. You already did that fucking 50 years ago. Well, what? No, no, he did. No, Ornette did lots of chords on top of each other. Okay, okay, fair enough. But he really, only played one really. note of one note of them at a time. Yeah, but the, the harmonic thing—it always there was always a key center that was shifting. No, I'm talking exactly. about no fucking chords. Ooh, that's ouch. Didn't somebody do that before? Uh, yeah, I did it a couple times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And look where you are now. So, okay, I guess I'm not going to do that. Yeah, I wouldn't go there. <laughs> well, no, you'll do it in your own way. You'll do it in a way that's much, much better than the way uh, I would. No, no, me. I wouldn't I'm, go there. I figure what I'm going to do is come up with, like, the world's worst sound. Wow. Well, you, he, he's done that. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, yeah, we're, you're screwed, buddy. <laughs> I gotta go back to the drawing board. Hell yeah. Yeah, I came up with that a long time ago. Yeah, no, he, he had that nailed. I I, I had before I even out. met him, he had that nailed. I thought I had it figured out. All right, I'm I'm a little confused. How many times can you do a standard? I mean, is is it, is jazz music gonna get to a point in the near future where someone's gonna come along and just turn everything upside down and do the standards a different way than what all the other greats have done it. Like, I mean, where does it go from here? Maybe in a technical way, because like everybody, everybody does do it a different way. That's the whole idea. Okay, but why is it not popular? I I disagree. I disagree. I fucking disagree with that. Because I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. I was doing so good. Controversy. Right up until right then. Boom. Boom. Cut me off in the knees. I think it's supposed to work the way you said, but it doesn't, because. Too many of those guys playing those fucking standards sound exactly the fucking same. I'm sorry, it's like metal guys. But you're just talking they about just sound you're the talking same. about you're not talking about you know you're just talking about like, ordinary people playing those. Songs. No, no, I'm talking about some of the greats and they and they they their vocabulary. It's like what John Schofield said about jazz. He's so sick of it because it's like classical music. You hear the same fucking licks. You sing the same. Uh, vocabulary from all the great players. Right, so he's just going to play blues list in the wrong key and like well, start hey, 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 John, I love hey, you, but hey. come on, let's no, be hey, honest. Hey, he's, he's not, he likes you. He likes your play. <laughs> no, no, I just said that. I just said that. I just said that. I mean, you know, hey, I've been trying to play him in the right key. You know, he plays him in the wrong key and he gets famous. There you Fuck go. This. You should have thought of that. No, I'm not... I don't think he means that in a in a horrible. I don't think he means that in a derogatory way. What the fuck? No, no, no. Listen to that sentence. I don't. I don't think he means that. Yeah, I don't mean you sound like shit, but I don't mean for you to take it personally. I'm just saying that. I think by by saying that he means that what people consider to be traditional jazz, and they're not happy unless they hear that traditional jazz. When they hear anything else, all of a sudden it's not jazz anymore. It's fusion right. or it's something else or it's something right. else. If you don't play those same notes that Bird played or that Coltrane played and talk from that strict jazz vocabulary, you're not a jazz musician. you know. And that he's he made it kind of a point, I guess, and he was one of the first guys to say mix funk and a rockish guitar sound yeah, and but blues. That's, that's and he music. sort of wanted to change what he did and he was successful at doing it and i think that sometimes as many people hate him for it as love him the mm. thing is is like and, and so who what? the fuck is he mm-hmm. no offense i love john schofield mm-hmm. but who the fuck is he he's just a guy who's got his own opinion and he's doing his own shit he's doing what, and, what else is he and, and whenever do? he does something for what he thinks people want to hear he's a fucking idiot mm, as long well, as he does it for what he wants to hear then I respect him. Well, I would That's say the same. Well, how how do you know the difference? Wait a minute. The audience, the audience, what the fuck do they know? They're not playing nothing. They're just yeah. hanging out listening to shit. Well, um, if we're like doing shit wondering what they're thinking, then we ain't artists. We're a bunch of fucking McDonald's burgers. Okay, I, I can see that point, but my <laughs> but my my point yeah. is that and as, what's wrong with that? Yeah. No. <laughs> Nothing at all. Nothing at all. But get fifteen dollars an hour. At least. <laughs> but my 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 point from being kind of like I put myself in the same kind of like mentality as Schofield, where I'm trying to like say take elements of blues, take elements of rock, take elements of jazz, and mix them together so that it forms something. 
unique. That's all well, I'm trying okay, to okay, do. Okay, okay, yeah. my question to you from that, from what mm-hmm. you just said, and I don't really believe that what I heard is what you meant. Because I heard it as like a science experiment. What's that? I'm going to take this element of this and this element of this and make something new out of it. I hear your music and I hear organic, like this is the way I hear it. I'm going to present it to the world. No, I'm not saying I'm going to, no. You know, I mean, this, I, I mean it's you like, took it the way, like, you, you know, took but it you in a scientific way, but you know that I don't mean it. I, well, because Fine. It's, yeah. I know you and because I hear your music. It's like, I play what I play because I actually hear it that way. Right. And that's well, the only thing that's I'm concerned about. That's the only way to play music. And it's like, yeah. you know, if the people out in the audience go, God, he's too outside, and the person next to them, he's too inside. Oh, he's having yeah. too good a time. Oh, he's not having a good time. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's like, like what the fuck? I'm like, I'm just playing a guitar, and luckily, I get enough calls to make a living mm-hmm. to the end of the trail. Britney mm-hmm. Spears went through that same shit. Oh, there you go. I mean, yeah. basically, <laughs> we just got to do what we believe in, right? Exactly. And, and you know, and like somebody told me once that Pat Metheny kind of actually built his sonic signature on a, like a, a a particular landscape that didn't exist when he went into it mm-hmm. like the dark jazz sound with some processing you know mm-hmm. like chorus at first that became digital mm-hmm. delay and like it was as if he thought like no one's doing that i'm gonna do that and that will be my world mm-hmm. and and i find it first of all so hard to believe because he's so great at what he does and second of all if it is true i've lost a lot of respect for him because it should be Art should come from what we hear and what we like, and we believe in it, and we move through our lives, and new things happen to us, and we change because of things that just opportunities and experiences right. open doors. It's based on your And I hate the idea to think that like a guy likes to go and go, well, no one's done a distorted humbucker tone. I seriously so I'm just doubt that. I don't think that's how it works. I seriously no, no, doubt and Of course I don't. Yeah. But I'm saying, if that's where it came from, I would have so little respect. Oh, of course. I wouldn't either yeah. because I don't think it but comes yet, from that. But yet we do that. We do no, that to ourselves. But I, but I think mm. a search for a sound. Like say what if Pat Metheny's playing a hollow body guitar and sounding pretty much like everybody else who's playing that same guitar as far as not his playing but his tone what if he says hmm i wonder i want to sound different than than the other guys so i'm going to try some experiments and i'm going to try putting my guitar through a chorus and i'm going to put about 20 milliseconds of delay between the two speakers and make it stereo and what if that really inspired him? That little experiment that he did really inspired him According to play. According to a friend of mine, that's go, actually how it happened. Well, I mean, but then what's wrong with that? It's nothing like, at all. You know, nothing it's like at all. He's, he's, if it came that way. Well, that's the way it would come because no, I know not necessarily. Well, I Sometimes just know from it's my just own like, experience. Hey, no one else that, sounds as shitty as me. Well, <laughs> I can sound. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Which is what I've tried, but it hasn't yeah, right. worked. Oh, right. shit. Yeah. Well, I think it's the, it's kind of the same path that you went with on your resonator guitar. You picked up this guitar, uh, oh, and that's you sort a whole of went, thing. You just sort of went, I am, a minute. This I am is crazy like, now. Yeah. I am crazy now. But I'm, I'm just saying, you, found, you found a, a sound. You know what a dobro that, is? Yeah. Okay, well, the, there's two kinds of dobros. There's the... The, the the whole idea of a dobro was back he knows in, dobros okay yeah, but knows. in the twenties when they invented them it was to kind of like make the guitars loud of the banjo okay basically before there were electric guitars mm-hmm. and there was like a single cone like it's a speaker built in like a banjo mm-hmm. and then they made three cones which was for the jazz guys it was like a less brash okay. blended with a the other instruments tone. better. And, of course, how did they know six, seven years later a pickup would be invented? Right. And they were just like... Anyways, I had a guitar because my, one of my bands, we were playing on the street and doing whacked out shit. Mm-hmm. And I needed to play lines as loud as a horn. Because a, a regular guitar won't do that. Mm-hmm. So I got this guitar and... It was great, except for we had a singer in the band and when I was playing rhythm, it was just too loud oh, for really? her. And it just, like, buried her. <laughs> When I was going boom, 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 it was like, whoa, don't do that. And so it sat in the closet, and then I just pulled it out, and I just like fell in love with how expressive it is. Just like it rings, and every key sounds so different. Wow. 
because all the overtones are like it's just it's got speakers in it. It's just like this weird acoustic electric. Why don't you ever play one of those? Anyways, I'm not good enough. <laughs> and so, and it's really hard. To, it's like a pound puppy. It looks weird. It sounds weird, mm -hmm. and it's hard to play. But that's kind of a. But I'm just loving that's it. That's a super I'm interesting just, concept. I'm just and loving it, and like I'm playing just the same music I always play. I'm not really changing yeah. my my harmonic or melodic or. And you're playing tunes. Whatever I play. I mean, yeah, I'm just playing, and I just I can't. It's like it's like it's, a puppy with a new pecker. I can't keep my hands off. What I'm what I'm saying what I'm saying is that discovery you made yeah. is the same discovery that Pat Metheny might have made and, with and his chorus and or, his, or, or, and or his Schofield whatever. with his blues looks in the wrong yeah, key. Sure, you know, yeah. yeah. And I'm just saying that <laughs> his organic, about that. or with me yeah. when I said I didn't, you know, like you mistook that I'm going to take this. I've been I started out with Led Zeppelin. Right. That's what I was. I was a bona fide rock guitar player right. you know then i became a funk player in an all-black group for 10 years playing nothing but james brown and cool in the gang and tower of power i am a authentic funk yeah. player right. then i started playing bebop and i can play jazz in a very authentic way and you would if, if you give me a hollow body you'll think i'm a fucking jazz guitarist oh i know that but but when you put it all together and then i do my own thing it right. just is, is, you know, it's not as good <laughs> as you when it comes to jazz. It's not as good as Eddie Van Halen when it comes to rock. It's not as good as Albert King when it comes to blues. <laughs> but it's just a bunch of shit. It's not that good <laughs> no, but, all mixed I mean, together. <laughs> no, no. Which comes out really good. Yeah, yeah, no, it's, <laughs> but again, it's like it's, the more we think about ourselves is like... That in that way, we're not being creative. That's not what creativity is about. It's being, here's the moment, here's the music, what do we bring to of it? Course. Of course. You know, and I'm loving this guitar that I'm playing just because it's, it's just expressive. I feel um, myself awesome. telling a story. That's on. awesome. And, I would you know, love to hear that. And, and it's, it's weird. I and haven't it's, heard it yet. And it sounds I like, hear it. No. It sounds like shit, but it's mm, like, it's me. It. You know what? You, know? you will well, be able to hear it. That's wicked, amazing, yeah. though, when you find something like that, you go, that's me. Yeah. That's... Mm -hmm. It's, yeah, we're going to be doing it. Which, yeah. which brings me to a question about you, Kate. Yeah, so right. Let me ask, since you're the oh, guest. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's about time someone wants to talk about uh, me. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, a geezer moment here, I have to go to the bathroom. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you keep this is what he does to every guest. Well, yeah, he does this all you know, of our I've guests. I've got to go to the bathroom, <laughs> too. He doesn't give a shit about the guests. Nah. That's, that's <laughs> nah. We have to, uh, we have to listen. Oh, oh man, this is the highlight gonna, of the no, podcast. No, he's going to start making the sounds like Naked Gun when really? the guy's in the bathroom. Oh, yeah. No, just wait. Let's be really quiet he for a minute. He the door. He's breaking. That's wow. Well, he yeah. just broke your door. He fixed the door. He fixed oh, it. Make some of those cool <laughs> ping sounds like you usually do. <laughs> Empty that that bag you have in there. <laughs> oh, my. That's disgusting. <laughs>
was uh, some of with Kinsey, uh, the leftovers from that. We're going to do more of that because we have some more leftover. I want to get you guys. But we're going to go across to Bruce and I going down to Nam and some of the recordings from that, what Bruce did on his iPhone. The recordings aren't that great, but you guys get it. It's walking around with an iPhone at Nam. It's crazy audio. So excuse that, look past it, and uh, just enjoy what Bruce and that has to say. He, it was a little frustrating getting down to Nam because it was just coming down in, in buckets when we just got to Anaheim, and then to find a parking spot, it was ridiculous. And it always is like this at Nam. I don't know why they can't get their shit together when it comes to parking structures. And there's there's all this parking down there, but they block it all off. Disney and all that kind of shit, I guess. But anyway, uh, you're going to hear the frustration in Bruce's voice. And uh, yeah, but anyway. <laughs> it's all good anyway check it out we'll catch you guys next week uh i was the music i was playing in the background that was scott's uh well to the bone i think from that album every time i hear that stuff i'm like damn really good just monster uh yeah we'll see you guys next week have a safe wonderful week and uh yeah thanks for guitar wanking Folks, here I am, my yearly pilgrimage to the NAM show. This year it's in a monsoon. I'm on the freeway and Waze is sending me crazy places. I don't even know where I am. I've got uh, Troy McCubbin in the car, who's busily texting people, letting him know he'll be in NAM if we make <laughs> if we make it. Yeah, I don't think we will. And uh, excited to try out a bunch of soggy new gear that will make my playing soggy in the new year because uh, let's face it it's all about the gear we get practicing yeah practicing i tried that the other day it was fun but it really didn't work too well we are now recording are we continuing on the first one or are we starting a new new one? one Okay, so I have to start a new one every time I do it, I guess. Well, you don't have to. You can just leave it run. Okay, well, I'm not going to leave it run. And don't put this on the fucking podcast. Okay, <laughs> we're still in the car. We're in Los Angeles. I think it's NAM 2018 now. <laughs> I'm not quite sure, but we've been here a while, and we've already bragged on everything we don't like and do like about NAM, and we haven't even gotten there yet. Right. So uh, it's still raining. So we're we're uh, we're just hoping to get there at some point and get totally enthused by a bunch of nam chops. And uh, I, is that for lunch? Nam chops. Nam chops. We're having nam chops for lunch. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> and that'll chops. that'll be great. Yeah, I got What I kind of wine goes with nam chops? Um, what kind of wine? I, I can play better than that. That's what kind of wine. <laughs> That's a good. One. But now tell me. There must be some something that you look forward to in going to NAM. My favorite thing about NAM is, of course, seeing all my old friends that I never see anywhere else. That's my favorite is favorite thing. That's really cool, yeah. And then my second favorite thing is to be able to make connections with people. Like, I'll, I'll meet somebody who I think should know somebody else, or a friend of mine's looking for, for a string deal or something, and I know a guy at a string company who I can help him out. That really gives me, I know that's not like a, not a very guitaristic tendency, but I really like helping people out and connecting people. I think that part of NAM is really so great. You, so you can get me a string deal? Sure, I can get you a string deal. <laughs> you want a G string? <laughs> Any string at the moment. Okay, well, we can get you a D string and just tighten it up and make it a G string, okay? <laughs> That'll work. Okay, you'll, it'll probably change your voice pitch a little bit. Uh, I'm down with that. It'll be a little higher now. You'll be able to sing those high notes. It, the, the problem really with going to NAM, which is a negative, in a sense, to your pocket, maybe not to you, Bruce, because I know you, you're, you're... Oh, I'm rich? Yeah. No, yeah, you're, yeah. you're immune to this, this uh, falling trap to wanting to see, wanting to have the cool and the newest and the latest and the greatest gadgets. 
I, I am kind of a gadget guy, so I kind of fall into this trap a little bit. I kind of convince myself I'm going to be better off with this new product. It's going to be, and it mightn't be a pedal, it might be some recording gear or a new microphone or whatever it is. But I convince myself and usually I end up getting it and then six months down the track I realize I'm actually no better off than I was before. Well, uh, what can I say? I can, I can help you with that. <laughs> you can just come to my office, sit on the couch, right? and instead of giving them the money, you can give me give, the money. Give you the money. That and, works. and I promise you'll feel better at the end of it. You know, I'm not going to, it's not going to be like a happy ending or anything, but, uh, <laughs> I hope not. you know, we're just going to basically work through your, your, you know, issues there. And at least I can save you the parking at NAMM. Yes. So, uh, no, I, I, I think it's great. I mean, I'm always there and all the new cool shit. It's even, even a person like me who's so much into just playing with whatever you got. Um, I appreciate great stuff and all these creative people who make, you know, who come up with, you know, new designs for doing old things. And because uh, basically music is a pretty old fashioned art and there's all this new stuff and um, great energy there. And of course, seeing all the celebrities and the schmoozers and the, and it's just, you know, it's a community thing. And I, that's why I'm braving all this rain and traffic because I want to thank a bunch of people who've helped me out and see a bunch of old friends, try and help some other people out. One thing I don't often like is when you get there and you get to a place and somebody like throws a guitar in your hand oh, yeah. and then somebody sits down with you and makes you feel like an asshole for not wanting to play <laughs> and then and then you can't hear yeah. anything because there's like somebody banging on a cymbal or you know a, a bass player doing slap bass right next to you and so you can't even hear and then you're trying to play with somebody who maybe you don't want to play with or maybe you do but you can't hear them anyways and it's hard to play and you're playing some instrument that you really kind of just got thrown in your hands and then somebody films it and puts it on Facebook you oh, know yeah. what I mean to me that's kind of a drag so I don't know I won't do that am, am, I, am I a pussy tell me the truth you know well, honey, you're normally anywhere anytime I'll show up I'm ready to go yes and, and, I, and I'm cool with that except for I don't necessarily want it on TV yeah that's all I mean that's in the old days at NAMM, I would play with anybody, and I didn't care about the slap bass player, and I didn't care if the guy couldn't play accompaniment or whatever. It really didn't bug me. But as soon as I realized now it's going to be taped for the world, and I'm on TV, it started to bother me, because I, you know, I mean, at that point, then these people who don't even know who I am maybe hear me, and they don't know what I really sound like, and it's, you know, an opportunity to make a a well, connection when, with with somebody yeah and, and, anyways that's one of the things that that give to kind of bother me about nam and it's mostly the technology of these phones you know i mean like this morning i went on facebook and just about puked because it was nothing but nam posts you know and, and they were they were just about as bad as baby poop posts you know so uh that's just my Same. feeling so i'm going to quit now because i probably should drive where it looks like we're finally moving in traffic and I think, what do we got, about six years before we get to NAM now? Yeah, we're down, we're down to about another 20 minutes. We'll be oh, right. okay. So see you at NAM 2019, everybody. <laughs>
Wes, who's a guitar wankaholic. Wes, what are your impressions of NAMS? Well, I think I've seen more pedals this week. So you think pedals are coming back? Oh, pedals are big. <laughs> huge. There's pedals in every booth. But aren't booth. they smaller now? They're smaller. So they're harder they're to huge. find. They break when you step on them. So uh -huh. it's, it gets oh, really so, big. Okay. Yeah. But they're, then they're not huge. No, they're not huge. They're but small. they're huge. They're small. Yeah. But exactly. you said they were huge. Well, no. Are you the, like huge Donald Trump marketplace. Huge or? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, not. Not that at all. Oh, okay. They're about the size of No, so you have bigger hands than he does. You know yeah. that? Yeah. Okay. No, no kidding. <laughs> More than that. Too. Okay. Oh, okay. But you know that personal detail quite well, Bruce. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Well, you know, we're, we belong to the same racket club. <laughs> Finally kicking in. Okay, well, I've got David Jackson, star of stage, screen, and outer space with me right now. David, now that you're fully uh, doused and uh, went through the whole hassle of parking and everything, what are your choice words for NAM? Well, the good news is I'm damp. Okay. Through and through. Uh -huh. uh, that's a good thing. Is that, does that make your playing better? Obviously. Well, you haven't played yet. That's, well, there's that. Yeah. Yeah. And so uh, it, it, it does allow for the, the, when your fingers get all wrinkled, yeah. it, it changes the sound. In what way? Bad, bad In way. Bad way. Yeah. Do they have a pedal for that, though? You could probably have a pedal, right? I'm sure we could find one here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly yeah, okay, and yeah, I just know you put a pill in your mouth. Is that just to make everything better? Or Ecstasy. Oh, okay, cool. Cool. And just saying. Yeah. yeah, okay. No reason to go down, you know, no, on no, the down no. You've got a long yeah. day ahead of you. Though, yeah, you know? yeah. I mean, but there are a lot of people around. It is, so. e it is easy to fall in love here. Yes. Not with you in particular. You know, I'm just, I mean, I, you're nice looking. It's not that. No, you can be honest. It's radio, so. Oh. Oh, well, then I'll quit smiling. <laughs> okay. Okay, we're done. Turn off. Oh shit, I'm on. Okay, I'm sitting here at the Hendrickson booth right now, uh, having a good time. It's actually kind of quiet right now, which is rather strange for Nam. Uh, first of all, I got Peter Hendrickson who invented the bud and saved my back, <laughs> saved my ass numerous times. Do you have any choice words for the guitar wankers out there? Uh, just keep listening to guitar wank. Okay, uh, that's I don't know. Good. That works. <laughs> and, and, you know, get a bud stack, I think. that's We need to see some bud stacks. Bud stacks. stacks. Yeah. I think that will be really good. And we happen to have Stefan Sontag here, the man who made my red guitar, who also made the guitar of my red guitar, which Scott played on his recent record. Stefan, welcome to America. You know, it's not always like this. You know? Thank you. Thank you. It's great to be here. Yeah, no, I mean, all of America isn't as noisy as this usually. <laughs> well, really? It's generally as stupid as this. It's just not as noisy. <laughs> so, well, I haven't expected anything else. Yeah, you know, uh, and, and, you know, but what's your first impression of now? Well, it's great. A lot of musicians, a lot of funky people. It kind of makes you wonder, like, no one's working, right? You realize? Yeah, either it's way, Friday, either no way. one's working. It's kind of sad. Well, everybody's working here. How many guys asked you to make you a free make a free guitar for them? Oh, numerous. <laughs> Lots of them. And what do you usually say? I mean, what's the nice way to say fuck off? Well, I'm sorry, the waiting list is that long. Okay, yes, waiting list. I have to try that, too, when people call me for gigs. If they call me for gigs. Uh, we're sitting here at Dam and oh, somebody's uh, kind of doing a. You can hear it. But I'm going to talk through it because people talk through music all the time here at Dam. That's what we do. And we have here a fan of Guitar Wink all the way from Sweden. He's even wearing a Guitar Wink 
t-shirt, which I don't know how you can be seen in public with that. I have to, but you? So no, it's, talk to it's, me about it's it. free choice, absolutely. Free wearing choice? It. Yes, yes, absolutely. And uh, I'm, I wear it with pride as well. You do? Yeah, I've listened to every minute of the show and I love it. And uh -huh. it, I'm a good friend of Troy. We used to live together in the 90s. Just as oh. friends. Just, yeah, just as friends, okay. yeah. yeah it never got was past he, that was, stage. Was yeah. he better looking back then? <laughs> uh, no. No, he no. <laughs> <laughs> no, he was. He okay, was. Yeah. You know, is, is this your first NAM experience? No, I went in 97, 20 years ago. A so different? It's very different, yeah. In what way? I think it's more noise now. More noise? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Uh, we, we like to think of it as music. Yeah, <laughs> some of it is actually. Yeah, some of it is. Not all of it. You just get lucky. Yeah, you get lucky yeah. sometimes. But it's... Uh, no, it's, it's a good show, I think. The burgers are great. Yeah. So okay. Well, enjoy your stay in America. And yes, I will. And uh, if if you know, there's if you want to adopt somebody, I could use healthcare. <laughs> yes, definitely. Okay. And I hope there's a road show coming our way soon as well. Yeah, we'll do a road show there. Maybe I'll like uh, ask for asylum. That's absolutely. Yeah, I, I got spare rooms. It's, okay, it's cool. No problem. Okay, <laughs> it's not an insane asylum. I mean, regular political. Asylum. Yes. Yes. Okay. been really dark all day. I'm just a drag, and I know it, but at least I know it, unlike most of the people that are drags and don't know it. <laughs> but here I am in a line for food. The place, of course, is going to take an hour to do that, just like it did to park or walk over or get your badge. And looking around, there are 12 seats and four tables for about 500 fucking people. <laughs> and let me think, I'd like to know what school they went to to learn how to plan for this shit. Because believe me, they need to get their student loan money back. Welcome back to the NAMM show. As you can see, it's gotten a lot quieter since the last time I talked to you. Well, not really. Not really. Well, I'm here with one of my dear friends and great guitar player who's decided to move up in the world and, and become the music chair and marketing director of Edu Educational Advantage Online. And this is Corey Christensen, which is, was a winner of Guitar Wank. Wankipedia a uh, number of months ago. Wow. Yeah, you didn't know about it because you never listened to it. Well, I do thing. listen to it, but yeah. I'm behind. It's okay. I'm, I'm, I'm you don't behind. have to listen. It's not, a, it's not like one of those contests where you have to listen to win. Right. Okay. I, I, do I have to get my phone out and prove that no, like, I'm a, no, subscri like, a like, subscriber? No, you, it's, it's really okay. bad when you're defensive. Yeah. It makes you look more guilty. That's true. <laughs> okay, so tell me, so far, what's your least favorite thing that's happened in the damn show? 
Well, the rain. The rain. You don't like the rain, but you're well, a Utah. No, 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 no. But, but you have to, yeah, no. I'm, I'm prepared for rain. It's just we've had so much bad weather in northern Utah. Uh-huh. So, you know, you come to L.A., I'd like to have a little sun and a little relief, but yeah. you didn't get it today. Anyway, well, you know, so. it's supposedly going to be nice tomorrow, but I don't know. Uh, yes, folks, that is actually Spain in the background. Yes. I saw and that it needs to be retired at some point. <laughs> I think the chicory needs the money. So <laughs> there you go. You have to pay a royalty for this. For what? This? No, no, no. For, for my phone. For, for our background music. Uh, no, no, I'm not paying nothing. Yeah. So uh, those guys are gonna get busted by BMI. Yeah. Not me. So uh, no, but but it's it's hard for me to to be in this much sound it for, is. for a long period of time. It really wears me down. Uh-huh. Well, I mean, it's we physically taste, toxic. We tested the DB level, and it's 88. Is it really? Yeah. My friend's got one of those things on his phone, which is like somewhere between a fire truck and a jet engine. Oh, my gosh. But, of course, a fire truck sounds better. <laughs> <laughs> so does a jet engine sometimes. Yeah. Anyway, oh so what's the big plans for Corey Christensen, the Guitar Wank listeners to know about? Okay, well, Factory, the, Factory Girl came okay, out on Factory vinyl. Girl, Factory Girl came out on vinyl. Um, well, I got the vinyls two, like four days ago. Factory Girl is not a blow-up doll. Factory Girl is actually an LP. <laughs> it's <laughs> just a, say, it's a ra- record. The people that listen to this, you know. Yeah, right, exactly. But, it, you know, it, I mean, it's really, I can really say it's it's a record. It's a record now. Yeah, you I mean. you got a record in 50 states. Yeah. So it came out translucent. Because so young, you never, like, put out records in the old days, did you? No, no, no. My first my first projects were all just CDs. Right, okay. And then, and then last, when I put together the Lone Prairie Band, did vinyl in Lone Prairie, the, the first record with that band, and then Factory Girls, the follow-up, and it's uh, CD, vinyl, digital, of course, you get a digital download card with the vinyl. We went with the uh, translucent Coke bottle blue, it's beautiful. Yeah, I saw it on and Facebook. It's, and, it's, and it's fun, because even though I wasn't old enough, you know, to, to put out record records, original, you know, like when my career started, I did get in on buying records, and it was an event. Yeah. Oh, when yeah. you got when you got a record, the whole thing was an event. You'd open it. There was a smell of the four color printing, the smell of the vinyl. I mean, the whole thing. The pictures, the liner notes. The liner? Oh, yeah. You can read the liner notes. They they were big enough to read. So, so now kind of coming back to producing vinyl, having never, you know, really been a part of that in the early part of my career, it's exciting to have a release like that. Yeah. And I think there's a there's a good chance that, you know, I could make hundreds of dollars. Well, but not counting what you paid to have it done. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, you know, let's face it. Yeah. I got the one thing money can't buy. Poverty. Poverty. <laughs> Well, Corey, good luck. I get oh, here for the whole weekend. So yeah, I'll um, be here tomorrow too. I imagine you'll be. Kind of, oh my God, Blue Ronda all the turn. <laughs> here we go. Well, you know, I'm not going to be here tomorrow. So okay, you got to take Love care. Love you, man. Oh. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. Yeah. Uh, I'm doing a podcast about the NAM show, and I just wanted your opinion of what this show is like, because you probably do a lot of shows here, don't you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. What makes this one different? It's one of the biggest of the, of the year. <laughs> yeah. Are the, are the people generally a pain in the ass? No, not at all. They're pretty nice? No, they're pretty nice. How about the noise? Does it bother you ever? It doesn't bother me, but maybe it does some people. Uh-huh. You know. Yeah. You... But no, I, I think uh, everybody's probably used to it, the ones that come. Yeah. You know, right. they're used to it. What do you think about the fashion? Everybody wearing the crazy clothes. You like that? Yeah, that's all right. I noticed you're wearing a snazzy blazer there. Well, this is <laughs> this is what we wear as we work here. Oh, you, you didn't get to juice that color yourself? Huh? You didn't get, get to choose no, that color No, no, this yourself? is what we wear. Okay, and your name is Bob, Bob, Bob right? Anderson. Well, Bob, yep. pleasure to meet you. Thank you for keeping everybody in line. Okay. Because it gets You're pretty welcome. unruly. Here. You're welcome. No, they've okay. been fine over what I've seen, you know. Uh, okay, good. Okay. Thanks. Thank you. Note to Nam, when you see 40 people in a line at a bar, it's better to have two bartenders. <laughs> I want to 
apologize to everybody if I seem like a dark and definitely generally unappreciative asshole. I mean, I, let's face it, I'm at the show and most people want to go. But, uh, so I apologize. So there. And if you couldn't hear me, I apologized because, uh, really, it's an amazing experience. Something somebody should do at least once if they can, if they're interested in music. But then again, it could actually make you hate or love music. So just a warning label on it. It's, it's just as noisy as it was before. Actually, we got a bass player in next door. It's going to be fun. Just ran into Richard G. G. And he says he knows me from like the turn of before the turn of the century. <laughs> and you recognize me from the picture of my record, or did you recognize me from my? I, mean, I, I saw your badge too, but yeah, but I know. Yeah. Last night, yeah. 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 That's cool. So are you want me to give you the money back for the record? No. <laughs> Actually, I still have that album. Actually, my ex-wife has that album. Your ex-wife? Yeah. Oh. She, has, she has my final collection. Oh, yeah. Well, she deserved it, you know. Oh, yeah. It's probably pissing her off now. Yeah, That's yeah. a good thing. Yeah, yeah it, was one, it was like probably the first jazz guitar album. Wow. That's pretty cool. Was it the last one you ever bought? No, no, no. Okay, I just, cool. So just I just went on. I didn't ruin it. Well, I just saw George Benson upstairs. Another one of mine. Oh, George, George yeah, upstairs? Yeah, I didn't there. see him. He's walking around. Wow. First Harmon and George Benson on the same day. Right? Whoa. Well, that just made my day. So thank you, Richie. All right. Thanks for, thanks for your craft.
Hey everybody, I'm walking out the door. My ears are full and uh, I found another shell shock person. <laughs> he looks like he's got PTSD about right now. We're talking about Bob Mincer, good friend of mine. Bob, what do you think about the show so far? Well, I'm not probably not a good person to ask. I mean, uh, I like soft music for starters, so oh. so I'm 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 in the wrong place. I totally. But yeah. uh, can you say nuclear war? Yeah. I mean, it's a little like that, but uh, I mean, on the brighter side, I've seen a bunch of old friends, and uh, you know, I'm at the Eastman Instrument booth and. I love their instruments, and it's a great company, so, you know, I'm more than happy to tolerate the, the cacophony just to hang with my buddies and, and, you know, support this wonderful instrument company, yeah. so that's why I'm here. Okay, okay. The rest you of it you, is you what it come is. for, like, the, all the aging wannabe rock stars? It's kind of amusing to or see, to you know... get free guitar pedals? I, I always anything? enjoy seeing somebody with a pot belly and a tank top and tattoos walk yeah, that, by. That, that is inspiring, that isn't sort it? Of is instructive to me, in yeah. a way. You know? And I like the hair dye, you know, the hair dye thing when it's kind of the roots are still... Yeah. You know, that's a really cool vibe. Yeah. I dig that. Yeah. It makes me want to go home and eat some kale yeah, you know, salmon. It, make, it you know? makes me really glad. Do push-ups. I, it makes me glad I decided on jazz. Because, you know, an old jazz guy, that's that's, that's redundant. This is an old rock guy is kind of an oxymoron. You gotta, you gotta keep it, keep it together, man. You gotta play rock and roll. That's right. Yeah, or you better be Keith Richards. You That's know? right. Yeah, right. <laughs> or keep it way untogether, yeah, yeah. one or the other. Yeah. So, uh, okay. Well, you know, my suggestion is wash your ears out with soap. Uh, yeah. I'm before gonna, before I'm you gonna, play anything, I'm gonna go home, drive home, and not listen to anything on the radio on the way there home. There you go. For sure. There you go. All right. Well, thanks. Right, Everybody, Bruce, be glad to hear you. Check out Bob Minster. If you don't know who he is, shame on you. Well, folks, things are looking up. I uh, just left the show. The quiet is deafening. But um, there's no rain, so I'll be able to walk to my car, being that my, I lost my umbrella somewhere in the show. Things are looking great. Anyways, uh, a lot of fun. A surreal experience, i got to say. And it's something everybody should do at least once in their life. And I may even come back Sunday, but probably not. <laughs>